it's over. Hallelujah. My name is Rebecca. I live in the north of Nigeria. One evening I was out with my daughter and on our way home we saw smoke rising above our village. We were under attack. There was nothing we could do to defend ourselves. My husband and I were married in that village. My wedding day, it was the happiest day of my life. Some members of our church gave us a wedding gift. It was a Bible. We read it together, every day. children were old enough, we're ready to them and their friends. Let the little children come to me. Let the little children come to me. And do not forbid them. For such is the kingdom of heaven. Matthew chapter 19. Verse 14. On the day our village burnt to the ground, my husband and my son were killed in the attack. I was devastated. I mourned for many months. who were able to return to our village to reclaim anything that was left. Genesis and Revelation were burnt, but the rest was mostly intact. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All flesh is like grass, and all its glory like a wildflower. 
the grass withers and the flower falls off, but the word of the Lord endures forever. I shall return there. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Lord is a husband to all widows. I look to him for every need. This is what I am still holding on to. Church, we have, we're blessed to be in, live in this United States. Hallelujah. Praise God. Pray over this endeavor that not only this church, but many, many more have, uh, have embarked on this, this to get Bibles in their hand. Hallelujah. Brother Duper, we hear all kind of stories. They'll tear out a page, and they'll, they'll read it, and they'll visit they'll go to their neighbor and hand them that page and get a different page and they read it like that and, and church i'm so thankful we got them laying lying in our homes in every room but uh god is good praise god brother dufree why don't you come mr uh, morning hallelujah you're welcome god bless you article in that magazine said they burned my home, killed my husband, but they couldn't kill my faith. I want to share something with us today found in the book of Haggai, chapter 2 and verse 4. We'll minister for a little while since it's Labor Day, and then we'll pray, and then we'll go home and eat and have a good time. Appreciate you being here today. Haggai, chapter 2 and verse 4. Amen. Everybody there. Yet now be strong, Zerubbabel. Saith the Lord, be strong, O Joshua, the son of the high priest. Be strong, all you people 
of the Lord, saith the Lord, and work for I am with you, saith the Lord of hosts. We're going to title this. We'll read some more scriptures in a minute. Take courage. Be strong. And Jesus said, be of good cheer. That's what we're to be. And uh, Zerubbabel and Joshua was trying to rebuild the temple. And the enemy was coming against them very strongly. And I feel like that's where we are today. We're trying to build. we got an enemy that's coming against us very strongly. Everywhere you look and everywhere you turn, he said, be strong, Haggai. In the time of depression, I am with you. You will rebuild if you'll stay strong. Zechariah 8 and 9 says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Let your hand be strong. And by the mouth of the prophet, in other words, believe what the prophet said. The prophet tells Jerubal and Joshua to be strong and keep their hands to the work. In other words, keep at it. Jesus said in St. John 16 and 33, In the world you shall have what? How many know that you can't get away from tribulation? It's impossible. It's like the man that ran from a bear, run in the house, closed the door, and wiped the sweat from his face. said, man, I, that's in your Bible. He said, uh, I'm glad to get away from that guy. Scorpion beat him and he died. I don't think Peggy likes me to tell that story. What, I'm try, what the Bible's trying to say, you can't run away from the problem. We'll get to that in a minute. You've got to be strong and courageous. The devil's a liar and he's a father of lies. He tells lies to be strong and be courageous. And Jesus said, in the world you shall have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I mean, no, it's in our Sunday school lesson today. The devil wants to wear out the saints. But how many know he can't wear you out? You ought to be wearing him out. Greater is he that's in word in us than what's wearing against us. Be you strong. Be courageous. No weapon formed against us shall what? Prosper. We shall do better. I'm so glad that Peggy's doing better. She's just doing a lot better. And uh, just I know she's glad of that. And Jesus says, I have overcome the world. The power, he said, that's in me caused me to overcome the world. And the power that I overcame the world with, I gave you to do what? Overcome the world. So there's not no problem given to us. Brother Yoakum, our first pastor down at Calvary Tabernacle, he said the devil can't win, you just let him win. The reason he's winning over your life, that's what he used to teach us, you just letting him. You remember when the prisoners came, Hooker came down to the other church, and what was one of the songs they sang? Hello? Don't let the devil ride. He what? He gets to wanting to drive. And the lady in church said, that's me. I'm riding in the back seat and the devil's just driving my life around. That's not God's plan. God's plan for us to be strong and be courageous. Put our hands to the plow and keep work. 
keep our hands at work in the plow. So I want you to be of good cheer. You said, well, you can't do that. Jesus was, so we can. Take courage, be strong, and be what? Be of good cheer. Isaiah 44 and 23 said, Sing, O you heavens. When the praise and worship team's up here, what should we be doing? Somebody help me out. We should be participating in the song. We should get involved in it, is what it says here. Be strong. How I many you know when you start singing sometimes, the enemy will leave your camp? When you start shouting the joyful things of the Lord, the devil can't stay where the presence of the Lord is manifesting itself. He has to leave. He said, Oh, you heavens, for the Lord have done shout. When David got the ark home, he gave every person a piece of bread, a piece of meat, and some wine. And they all did what? Shouted. Every one of them shouted because the presence of the Lord had came home. Peggy and I were talking. I don't remember what was last night. We've both been up. I think she might have went back to bed a little bit about 12 this morning. And she said, you know, I remember when we were down in the old church, they'd take up an offering. Some people would just get up and shouting up and down the aisle because they're taking up an offering. How many of you ought to, you ought to shout when you're able to give unto the kingdom of God? All the blessings of God come down from God. We're so blessed to have the presence of God in our lives and the wonderful things that God is doing. Be strong. Take courage. And be what? Of good cheer. We want to do that. And it says, you lower parts of the earth, break forth unto singing, you mountains. How many know their scripture said the mountain sings at the presence of God? Because he's stronger. Everything in this world can be moved except one thing, God. God can't be moved from his position, what he's promised and what he's going to do for us. The Bible said, as it is in heaven, it should be where? Should be down here in earth. What's going on in heaven should be going on in our lives. Be of good cheer. Psalms 114, verse 4 and 6. The mountains skip like rams, and the little hills skip like lambs. What made the mountains start skipping like a ram? Can you imagine the tallest mountain? I don't Is it Mount Everest? Is that right? Thank you. The tallest, biggest mountain in the world will skip at the presence of the living God. God made that mountain, and God can make that mountain do what he wants it to do. It says skip. And then it goes on to say, What aileth thee, O mountain, that you're skipping like rams, the hills skipping like lambs? The mountains and the hills are all subject to the presence of God. Everything on this earth is subject to what? The presence of God. When he moves and speaks to our hearts and changes our life. I mean, you know that God's in charge of our lives and God wants us to be in charge. 
the blessings on our life. We find this scripture in Joshua 3 and 3. Joshua said, now, tomorrow's going to be a new day for you. You're fixing to enter into Canaan's land, which you've been waiting on for 40 years. I'll come back to this in a minute. God's delay is not God's denial. Sometimes God delays things to see if we're going to hold fast and live by faith. But the blessings are sure. For if he's ever spoken, it, it's going to come to pass. I enjoyed the Sunday school class this morning. I enjoyed the comments. I enjoyed what was being said. Now, when you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, now he said, now I want you to keep your eye on the Ark in the morning. And the Ark represents God's glory and God's power. That was the representation of what the Ark. Inside the Ark was manna, Aaron's rod that budded, and the Ten Commandments. He said, now when, keep your eye on it. Keep your eye on it. Be of good courage. Be of good cheer. Now listen to what it says here. When you see God's glory or power that made the mounds and skips and the rams jump like little hills, get up and go after it. When the presence of the Lord, we get involved in the presence of the Lord when the Lord's moving, the Lord said, I want you to get up, Sister Linda. I want you to get up and go after it. I want you to go after the presence of God when it's a moving. Who knows your miracle may be in that moment, in that hour, in that time. What they've been waiting on 40 years is about to take place. But when they see the ark moving, they got to immediately get up and go at the scripture said, and they got to go after the presence of God. I want you to go. Tomorrow's going to be a new day for you. What you've been waiting on for so long is going to come to pass. I mean, believe that what you've been praying about will come to pass. It may be delayed, but it's not denied. It's coming. It's on its way. What God has promised shall come to pass. Psalms 119 and 32 said, David said, I will run the way of the commandments. What's he going to do? I'm going to run after the presence of God. Brother Melvin, they're fixing to come up against the Jordan. Swiftly flowing at harvest time is out of the banks. Very swiftly rolling down. That's what they're looking at. But he tells them to get up, take the ark, and go forward. I feel very strong that God wants to tell us to be of good courage, be strong, be of good cheer. When it looks impossible, go forward. Before you get there, Sister Diane, it's going to be open for you. All you've got to do, the presence of God that made the mountains skip like rams. And another scripture in the Bible said he made it melt down at the presence of God. There's nothing in this world as strong as the presence of God. Satan and all of his one-third of angels. Disciples came back rejoicing that the Satan fled at their command. 
And Jesus said, don't rejoice over the Satan fleeing at your command. Rejoice over your name written in the Lamb book of life. He said, I seen heaven, I seen Satan cast out of heaven like lightning. Just one word. What happened? Go. That's all God has to say is one word. And things begin to change. The blessings of the Lord pours on us. And when you see the ark move, he said, do what? Run after it. Go after it. Go after the glory. Go after the power. Run after it. Be strong. Be courageous. Be of good cheer. The Bible said, and the David ran toward who? What did all the rest of Israel do when they saw Goliath? The Bible said they all ran. Not only did they ran, they ran and hide. But we got one little shepherd boy running toward his problem. And he's saying, you come to me with a sword, but I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'm coming with you with one small, smooth stone. I'm coming after you. My God that made the mountains skip like rams and made water flow will deliver you in my hand. How many of you know that's what we need to do? And courageous and a problem, we need to be strong and courageous, be of good cheer, and speak what's going to happen. Now, when David was told by his father to go to the war area, he said, I want you to go down there, and I want you to load these donkeys, and I want you to go to see how your brothers are doing. And he tells him to run. To run. How many of you know we need to run after the things of God and the blessings of God? I read a story one time. These young teenage boys were looking for a job, and they was in this long line, this very long line. This one boy, he stuck his head out and looked around that long line. It was so long, he thought he never would get up there. So he went up, wrote on a piece of paper, and carried it up to the lady who was letting them in. And she laughed out loud when she read it. She so laughed so much, she went in there and showed it to the president of the company. Said, I want you to read this. When he read it, he laughed out loud. And this is what the note said. If you hire anybody before you talk to me, you done hired the wrong boy. I'm telling you, sometimes you got to break some rank. Amen? You got to break out. Hallelujah. You got to run after what you're looking for. Be strong. Be courageous. Be of good cheer. What God has promised belongs to us. You ought to say amen. All the promises of God are what? Yes and amen. So when you see the ark moving, get up and run after it. 1 Samuel 17 and 24, it tells you where all of Israel ran and hid. But David ran toward the giant. There's a commercial now. The farmers do what? Policemen do what? They run toward the problem while we're running what? Away from the problem. When the Twin Towers was hit, 300-something policemen, and I believe in firemen, lost their lives because they was running where? Toward the fire, toward the problem. We're not going to lose our lives when you run toward the things of God and the blessings of God. So David ran toward the battle. 
He knew that God was going to deliver Goliath what? When Saul looked at him, he's just a little old stripling boy. He said, you're no match for him. He's been trained from war. Can't you see how big he is? He's nine feet and something tall. Can't you see his spear and all that he has? Now somebody want to tell me right quick what David told Saul. The Lord, the Lord delivered the bear into my hands. The Lord delivered a lion in my hand and come and stole a sheep. I opened his mouth and got that sheep out. He said, the same God delivered the bear and the lion into my hand. The same God that I serve will deliver that giant into my hands. Be strong, be of good courage, be of good cheer when you're facing your giant. Hallelujah, you need to, mm. how many know you need to put your memory in reserve, reverse sometime? They called Henry Ford ignoramus when they had him on the stand. When he built the Ford automobile in his basement, he forgot to put reverse in it. And not only that, he forgot he couldn't get it out of the basement because it didn't have no doors. He took a sledgehammer and beat a hole in the wall and drove it out. He might have been ignoramus, but I tell you, you rode up here in a car today because of Henry Ford and his dream. Be strong, be of good courage, run towards your problem, say in the name of the Lord, reverse your mind back and remember what God has done for you in some little thing. What God delivered you before, praise God. What God brought you through before. Run that mind back and then come out of that and say, in the name of the Lord, I come after you. The same God has delivered me through the years and kept me alive for this moment and this time. Goliath will not be any different. He had a confession of faith before he ever went because he knew his God. He knew what his God could do. He knew what his God would do through him. Hallelujah. Be strong. Be of good courage. Be of good cheer. Run after it. Go after it. The wonderful things of God. I mean, look, God's things are so more wonderful, we cannot even imagine. When I was a kid coming up we'd, in the bedrooms at night, across the hall from my mother and him, I'd tell short stories. I have my brothers and sisters so scared they couldn't sleep at night. My sister said, you ought to be a writer of short stories, of scary stories. But I want you to know you serve a God in the midst of the scary points to be strong, be of good courage, be of good cheer. God has never failed one bit. Not one word has ever failed for us to be strong. How many of this world has been built on strong people? When General Douglas MacArthur was fired by the president because he was told to go to the 98th parallel and go no further, he had to admit him on the run. He passed the 98th parallel. The president called him to the United States and relieved him of his command. But after the World War II, 
before he left, he said, I shall what? Any remember his statement? I shall what? Return. After Japan had bombed Pearl Harbor, you can go over there today. Someone just went over there just recently. I believe it was Johnny Watkins. That oil is still bubbling up from the Arizona. Men still laying on the bottom. Our fleet was almost demolished. But MacArthur said, I shall return. Japan is pretty well taken over that part of the country in the Philippines. But he said, I shall return. Hallelujah. You ought to tell the devil, listen, I'm not, I may be down, but I'm not out. The Bible said a righteous man falls seven times, but he get up. That's why you ought to have a pray partner. You ought to have somebody pray with you. Because when you get down, somebody pray and help you get up. I shall return. After World War II was over, they thought De Gaulle's life was over with. He went into the, his country home and spent seven years, I believe it was. Never heard of him until he came out. France is what she is today because of what he did in World War II. Nathan Hale, I'm just telling you about what our country has been built on. Strong, courageous people in the time of crisis in the night. When Nathan Hale's fleet was destroyed and he was on the last ship and it was sinking, the enemy asked him, said, will you surrender now? He stood up and said, I have not yet begun to fight. He was going down, but he had, I'm coming back. How many believe you can come back of any situation in your life because the same God that delivered you in the past will deliver you in any situation in your life? Just have to be strong, be courageous. What our country has been built upon. And same way in the Word of God. And the Bible said, when those soles of those feet... Done what? The ark is on the shoulder. The ark was carried by 50 men. I mean, men that 50 years of age above, consecrated, dedicated to God. What happened when the soles of their feet touched that water? Oh, the Bible said and the rivers could not stand the presence of God. When the, I mean, no use. We should be so anointed we can tread upon the devil. Hello? Hmm? The Bible said in that river went backwards. Went ba Who ever heard of a river going backwards? The mighty red is called the mighty red. But how many know it's the presence of God? It can go backwards. It went backwards for 30 miles because the presence of God. And the writer said in Psalm, What aileth thee, O rivers? What aileth thee, old mountains, that you melt down before him, and then you skip like rams. You leave your present position and start skipping like rams. And that river ran backwards, 30 miles uphill at the presence of the men of God as they stepped in that thing. Be strong. Be of good courage. Be of good cheer. It said, hear the prophets. Isaiah 59 and 19 says, When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall do what? We're never alone when the enemy is attacking us. I tell you, the Spirit of the Lord would come in like a flood and drive our enemy backward.
So be strong. In 2020, Missouri governor put lockdown on all the churches. They had to close the doors because of COVID. This one church, they had a borrowed money and the payment, the balloon payment was $630,000. Because of the lockdown, they were what? Broke. Zero. It looked like they was going to lose all of their facilities because of that. But the pastor said, let's all go on a 21-day prayer and fasting. So they prayed and fasted 21 days, and the Lord sent them $1 million. $350,000 or $380,000 something dollars more than what they needed. God not only supplies your need, he'll supply abundance of more what you need. How many can say that God has not only supplied your need, but he supplied abundance more than what you have need of? Wayne Stone said one time, God has not only supplied all of my needs, but he just about supplied all of my wants. He said there was a lot of shouting in that church, a lot of shouting in their other facilities because God had heard their prayers. I want to say delay is not God denial. What he's promised, he will bring to pass. It may take a while, but it's going to come, just like God said. We read in Exodus 19 and 18, the whole mountains quaked greatly at the presence of God. They could not stand the presence of God without quaking the wonderful blessings of God. First Kings 19.11 This is when Elijah was in a cave, depressed and down and out. And a great strong wind, meaning spirit, rent the mountain. It just rent the mountain. And we find this in Genesis 37 and 20. So the word rent is used very strongly. It means to tear asunder like a piece of garment. When the presence of God come upon that mountain where Elijah was, he rent it to sunder. And he said, Elijah, what are you doing here? He was depressed. Because of one woman. <laughs> you women don't realize the power y'all have. John Osteen said, I'd rather have a thousand men after me than one woman with a broom. Because the power, all such power there is. Be strong. Be courageous. Be of good cheer. Isaiah 64 and 1, that the mountain might flow down at the presence of God. I want to change your mind a little bit right now, can I? I want you to get your mind off of a big mountain, the Mount Everest. I want you to get your mind on your problem that you got. Jesus said, whosoever saith this mountain and doesn't doubt in his heart is going to run down like water. 
it's going to skip like rams. Your mountain is your troubles, your trials, your problems. But if you'll speak to it, don't doubt in your heart, you shall have what God said do. Be strong. Be courageous. Don't let your fears and your worry overpower you. The mountain is powerless at the presence of God. He can wrench your problem like a raiment and make it disappear before your very eyes. How many have seen God do some miraculous things in your life? Sister Madeline, when the first got into church, called Sister Peggy one time. I believe one of the girls had swallowed some bleach. She was panicking, didn't know what to do. She's a young Christian. Peggy said, well, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to pray. When they prayed, everything was all right. How I many of you would be all right when the presence of God takes charge of the problem? And let him have it. Let him take over the problem of the situation. Be strong and be courageous. Stir up ourselves, Scripture says, and take hold of the things of God. Be courageous. Be strong. Take hold of the things of God. In the book of Micah, chapter 1, verse 3 and 4, it said, The mountain were melted under him. The mountain cannot stand against the presence of God. Your problem cannot stand against the presence of God. And I want to share it a little bit with you before I close. In the Scriptures, you know, one day with the Lord is what? God has no clock. You know, usually when you retire, I know it works where I work, they give you a what? I told him one time, I know, what? you know, a man retired ain't got no business with a rock, watch. What do you need a watch for when you retire? Is that right? You don't need a watch no more. My goodness. But the earth's been here how many years? 6,000 years. How many days has it been here according to God's calendar? Six days. Just just six days. Sarah waited how many years before Isaac could be born? Twenty-four. But it came to pass, just like God had said. It came to pass. It's going to come to pass just like God said. I guarantee you it's going to come to pass. Moses waited 40 years on the backside of the desert, just his wife and two kids. 40 years waiting on become the deliverer of all of Israel. How long did Caleb wait? You know, the Israel could win into Canaan's land after they'd come out of Egypt in just a few days. But unbelief, 10 men, sowed so much unbelief among that whole nation. Some said three million people. And Caleb said, I've waited 45 years. My time has come. I'm ready to go now. Let, let, let's go now. I, I'm well. How many would say I am well able to take my giant? Joshua said there's giants in there. Caleb said, don't make no difference. I'm 85, but I'm well able. How many believe that God has kept you alive for a time like this? Kept you alive for a time like this, the wonderful things of God. What about Hannah? We don't have no age on her. But she went up year by year to the house of God. She worshiped and prayed for a son called Samuel. 
She was ridiculed, mocked, made fun of because she didn't have no children. But every year, she'd go up to the house of God and she'd worship. And one day, Samuel was born. And God so blessed her with five more children of her waiting. David was anointed king, ran from Saul 15 years. Saul pursued his life for 15 years, trying to kill him and annihilate him before he ever was able to sit on the throne. Had a promise. How many how many's got a promise from God that hadn't been fulfilled yet? I want you to know it's going to come true. We believe the Word of God. We stand on the Word of God. Be strong, be courageous, and be of good cheer. It shall come to pass. Satan spoke to Joshua and Jerubbabel. God's going to forsake you. How many of you know that God will tell you, I mean, the devil will tell you, since it, you hadn't got what you asked for, the Lord is not for you. It's not going to come to pass. You just will have to give up and quit. He's a liar and the father of all lies. Diane mentioned something about Paul this morning. I tell you, it pays to pray about God and see what he will do. Don't grow weary in well-doing because you shall reap when you what? Don't grow weary in well-doing. Satan shows doubt, fear, and unbelief into the soul of a man to keep him from receiving. Second Kings 7 in closing. The Bible teaches us to cast, in the book of Hebrews, cast not away your what? Confidence. Don't lose your confidence in God. Hebrews 11, and faith is what? Substance is confidence. Substance is a picture. You're going to have to have a picture what you want to see happen. And then you're going to have to stay with it. Now, somebody tell me right quick when the woman got on the donkey and told her servants, now you drive this donkey. Now, you, you drive him. What do you think she was saying to that servant? Do what? Run up. Run. You make this donkey run. Paul was told by Jesus that it's hard to kick against what? Now, they used an iron rod, sharp stick, sharp, I mean, sharped on the end, and they punched the ox to keep it going forward. They did the same thing with a donkey. The driver had to run behind the donkey, and if the donkey wasn't running, what would, what would the servant do? Punch him. Make sure he's running. And the woman said, don't slack up. You run this donkey. I'll tell you when to slack up. In other words, you run. You make this donkey run. And what was she saying all the way? She had a picture, a mental picture, when she got to the prophet, her son would be made what? Whole. Tell me now right quick, what the woman with the issue of blood say as she went? She's broke. She sold her house. She sold her Cadillac. She's broke. She ain't got no money. They say one thing that will break this nation is health care. We'll break this nation because it's getting so high. It's going to break it if we don't do something. 
That's negative stuff. But I want you to believe in God, what God is. And what was she saying all of her way toward Jesus was? you got to remember she's probably weak and frail, been to all the doctors in the world. But what was she saying? Hmm? I will be healed. She had a picture of herself being healed as soon as she touched him. The Bible said, and the word of God runs swiftly. That's in Psalms. He runs swiftly. And as soon as she touched him, what happened? Because she had a picture. How did this building get built? Hmm? Somebody help me out. Had a picture. Whose picture? Steve Upham, the architect. It was, where was this building before, before, see it now, where was it? Sister Rondas was in his mind. He saw it before it got here. We got to see what God has promised us before we can ever receive it. But once we begin to get a mental picture, substance, substance, believing God, what he has said, be strong, be courageous, be of good cheer. And she got exactly what she asked for. Now we'll go to closing. Second Kings 7, Elisha said, Now about this time tomorrow, what's going to happen? Things were so bad. They was eating donkey heads. I won't go into the rest of it. It was bad. It was bad. Wasn't it, Sister Linda? I mean, it was bad. But he said about this time tomorrow, he told what's going to happen. The Bible said, believe the prophet. One man said, ain't no way. God could open the floodgates of heaven. Ain't no way he can pour down and help us. And Elisha said, about this time tomorrow, <laughs> you'll see it. Because I've got a word from God. I've heard from God. And God told me to say that. And what happened? What was it? Four lepers outside the camp? Said if we stay here, we're going to what? We're going to die. If we go to the camp, they're going to kill us too. So we, we ain't got nothing to lose. And as they went, can you imagine eight feet making a noise like a mighty army? I mean, that's all God's doing. And the word of God became true, just like the prophet had said. So I'm going to leave you with this. Be courage, be strong, and be of good cheer. Regardless how big the problem is, it can be solved. Yes, come on up here. I'll bring it down to you. All this just made me think of Gina's friend, Robin Griffin. She's a Pentecostal kid, just like we were and are. But I, she lives away from here now. But I, we came across each other in Walmart the other day. And she told me, said my husband was in the hospital with COVID for two months. And said they called me and told me he was dying. His blood pressure was falling, heart rate was falling. But she said we prayed. 
and said within 45 minutes, the nurse called and told her, said, we don't know what's happened. Something has turned around. He is not dying. And I just felt impressed to tell that today with the message. They thought it was his end, but God has the last word. In his time, he will do it, and God raised him up. And I thank the Lord for that, for hearing it. You know, that's encouraged. God is still on the throne and answering prayer. I thank you for that. Let's remember to pray for sending Haley today. They're sick with it. And all these traveling brothers, Sam, Sister Emily, we miss all of them. We've had a bunch tell us it's going to be gone. But God goes with them, protects them. We're looking for that return mightily. But anyway, I so encouraged talking to Robin, telling me how they went to prayer. You know, they'd already told her her husband was dying after two months. But he is alive and well now. I thank God for it. Thank you. Praise God. I was up here earlier this morning. We, we, unless y'all just want to, we, we're having this, I'll just pray and we can go home, whatever you want to do. I was up here the morning. It's dark in here. And, you know, sometimes that's not a good idea. I've been up on the stage. When I come down off the stage, for some reason or another, I missed this step right here. When I did, this left knee hit that floor, I mean, on the floor, and the other did, and I, boy, you're talking about pain. I had such pain, I couldn't understand it. I said, what am I going to do? It's dark in here, and I, and I just began to, you know, thinking about the worst. And all of a sudden, I felt the presence of the Lord said, get up. And when I, I didn't think I could get up. But I, I pushed myself up, and when I stood straight up, I tell you, I just like I am right now, all that pain was gone. Be strong, be of good courage, be of good cheer. You have the promises of God working for your life. God bless you, and have a great day. You want to say something else? Okay, why don't you come up here and lead us in prayer? She said, don't leave without praying still a lot of needs and I still know God answers. He let me hear that testimony from purpose. Let's pray for all these traveling, those who are sick in our country, our world. We all need God more than ever I think nowadays. All right, let's take this to the Lord if you will and we'll stand and pray and be this whatever. Lord, we thank you for this privilege to come before you today. Lord, we thank you for hearing answer prayer. God, we thank you because you're encouraging, Lord. We thank you, Cindy and Haley are healed. In the name of the Lord, he shot it out Lord, we thank you that our country is protected, our school children are, and all these traveling, Brother Sam, Sister Emily, Holly Marquise, Pat and Mike Taylor, oh God, there's loads of them, God, you see them and all these others on the road, Lord. Go with them, be in those vehicles, Lord. Give us all a safe day and filled with the Holy Ghost and the mighty power of God. We thank you for raising up Robin's husband, oh God. Thank you for that miracle, Lord. Thank you for each one here today, your faithfulness, oh God. And I thank you for these faithful people, Lord. We appreciate your goodness, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're a mighty God. We appreciate it, Lord, in Jesus' name.